Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Lakers are showing interest in DeAndre Jordan. This comes after the report that they are going to get uh, Rajon Rondo or that he is going to sign his contract on Tuesday. Uh, we've already discussed Rajon Rondo, but the DeAndre Jordan stuff is interesting to me, so that's going to be the focus of this show. Jake Fisher of Bleacher Report uh, reported that DeAndre Jordan, if he's bought out, that one contender who might swoop in and pick him up is the Lakers. And there are a few things about this that I find interesting. The timing, for one thing, is odd because if Jordan was going to be bought out anyway, you would think that he's already on that team. You would have thought that he would have uh, asked for a buyout earlier because that would have given him a few more options in terms of trying to, you know, we just saw with Rajon Rondo, for example, uh, that he took he, he he took a $2.6 million haircut on his deal because he knew he was going to get the full, uh, the, the full veterans minimum, which is $2.6 million from the Lakers. And for DeAndre Jordan, there's no guarantee here that he will enter next season making the exact same amount of money he was going to uh, heading into it. And so I, the fact that this is coming out now uh, tells me that there could be a couple different things in play here. Let's just, let's start with what we think of it if this is just the reality of the situation that DeAndre Jordan might get bought out, uh, might ask for a buyout so that he could go to another team and maybe have a bigger role on a different team uh, than he currently has on the Brooklyn Nets. If that is the case, then and if the Lakers are interested in him, and they go out and get DeAndre Jordan, who apparently wants to be in LA, uh, if that it, that might be you know kind of the driving force here, but if the Lakers go out and get DeAndre Jordan, that means that Marcus Hall is almost definitely gone because they don't have the type of talent flexibility that would allow them to have four centers on the team three of whom you know are going to struggle in the postseason between Dwight, Mark, and DeAndre Jordan. You know, the only five that the Lakers would have on their roster who you could comfortably and confidently put into postseason situations would be Anthony Davis. And that's the same issue they had last year. It's the exact same thing that they ran into where they had Montrezl Harrell who couldn't play in the postseason. They had Marcus Gasol who looked washed against Phoenix. They had... Andre Drummond, who you guys know how I feel about him. And and it was just, it was tough to figure that out and see it in play really hamper them. And then to find out that they're thinking about running that back uh, would be kind of frustrating. So I don't think they would run it back. I think Marcus Saul would either retire, which is something that they're thinking or he's thinking about doing still apparently, uh, or the Lakers would just wave him, which... I would find interesting because that would incur some luxury tax situations, uh, difficulties here, because that would mean the Lakers would have to go out and get another player at the veterans minimum, which does begin to get kind of expensive. So I don't know where the Lakers are financially here. I don't know if they're hoping that Marcus Saul would retire. I don't know if they would ask him to retire. I don't, I don't know how that would go. But the one thing I do feel pretty confident in saying is that the Lakers would not or should not bring in DeAndre Jordan or any center without getting rid of either Marcus Hall or Dwight Howard. And and we know it's not going to be Dwight. They just brought him in. And we know it's probably Marcus Hall because at basically every stage 
since like a really fun opening run and start to the season, the Lakers have not exactly minced messages when it comes to uh, Powell's brother. Now let's say that it is uh, DeAndre Jordan trying to use the Lakers here or DeAndre Jordan's representation trying to use the Lakers here as leverage uh, to a variety of ends. One potential end, right, is that he could be trying to stay in Brooklyn, right, because he is uh, around friends there. He has uh, a, a nice situation. He is the lone kind of traditional big who would be useful against, say, Joel Embiid if they met the Sixers in the postseason. And so uh, not to say that he would do much against Joel Embiid or that he would even stop Joel Embiid from doing much against him, but just that when it comes to size, DeAndre Jordan is the only traditionally sized center on that roster, and that makes things a little tricky, right? And so uh, I I think for, for where he's at, look, Brooklyn has an insane tax bill maybe they're talking about buying him out and asking him to take uh more of a haircut than he's necessarily willing to and he's basically replying to those uh asks or requests hey if you do this i will go to the lakers and make them better the fact that we never really saw any counter leak that said brooklyn is now not considering deandre jordan uh, uh, not considering buying DeAndre Jordan out, that, that's kind of a red flag to me, right? The fact that the Brooklyn Nets could see a player go to their immediate title contenders, right? They're, they're, they're probably top uh, competition for winning a championship this year in the Western Conference, and they're just like, yeah, all right, you can go there. That would, to me, signal something to pay attention to if you were the Lakers. And by the way, DeAndre Jordan hasn't been good for a really long time. Like that's the, We're going to get to the actual fit and all that stuff here in a bit. But this would be kind of consistent with the type of play that uh, Jordan has presented where he, he, he will have plays that he just flat out quits defensively. He isn't as springy as he used to be. Yes, he'll have moments where if he has the right kind of launching pad or, or runway, he can get up there and, and throw down an impressive dunk. But he's not the kind of quick vertical threat that he used to be earlier in his career. And he's really become a very marginal player to the point where I don't know if he gets another contract beyond this season. And so for for the Lakers here, and we'll again, we'll talk about Mark versus DeAndre and all of that stuff. One thing that I would really pay attention to here is, hey, why is Brooklyn okay with not just you leaving, but but coming here? Now, here's the thing. Both of these things can be true at the same time. A, I think swapping out Marc Gasol for DeAndre Jordan makes the Lakers worse just in regards to those two players. Marc Gasol has been a much better player than DeAndre Jordan over the vast majority of his career. And while he's not much better because both those guys are pretty diminished at this point, I still think Gasol is a better player than DeAndre Jordan right now. Uh, and so just in that in that regard, I think swapping out Gasol for DeAndre Jordan would be a mistake. The thing is, it can be a mistake, but it might not be necessarily that important, right? You're talking about either way, you're talking about Marcus Gasol playing 10-ish minutes a game or DeAndre Jordan playing 10-ish minutes a game. And 
when you're talking about, well, hey, don't the margins matter given how close the Lakers and the Nets are? Yeah, sure, they absolutely do matter because of because of that situation. And 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 yet the Lakers are going to improve at the center spot in the postseason against the Nets specifically because of how much more minutes I think Anthony Davis is going to be playing at the five in those situations. Over the course of the regular season, I wouldn't be surprised if Davis plays 40 to 50% of his minutes at center. And then in the, in the postseason, that should jump up to 60 to 70, if not higher, uh, a percent of his minutes should be at the center spot. But for, for the regular season, it makes the Lakers worse. Postseason, I think it's, hit or miss it doesn't it, it's not going to really matter much I just personally would rather see Marcus Saul on the Lakers not just because I think he's a better player but also because of his skill set right now the Lakers have Dwight Howard on their team and yes the Lakers won with Dwight and JaVale presenting very similar skill sets so that when one subbed out things kind of just kind of stayed constant or whatever but we did see both those guys not become available over the course of postseasons because if one is <laughs> if one gets played off the court, the other is going to play get played off the court. Now it does mean sometimes if one has an advantage, the other is going to have an advantage. But I just think, do you really need an overlapping advantage for a second or third string center when the alternative could be, hey, here's this other guy who presents a very different way of beating teams up. Which by the way, like Marcus Hall is big enough to to he won't jump over the top and and obviously dunk and that's something that the Lakers seriously missed last year but the fact that other teams have to kind of care about Gasol whenever he's not 2 feet from the basket and the fact that Gasol can facilitate in those uh moments where Russ and or uh LeBron James aren't on the court and the fact that Gasol is still I think a decent regular season positional defender uh, and a smart one at least. And and also like he has great chemistry with LeBron James. It's backed up by the numbers. I don't think athletes care about the numbers, especially the team-wide analytics kind of stuff, but it does it <laughs> it it's it, it it jumps off the screen both in terms of the stats and in terms of what it looks like when those guys are out there on the court together. So, I think all of this is to say I think it would be a mistake. I think the mistake would be marginalized and And it also just kind of gets to one last point here. I think given what we know about the way that the front office works and the decision makers in it, not just Rob Polinka, but LeBron and Anthony Davis, that there is, they do tend to prioritize. Like, I don't think that LeBron James and Anthony Davis didn't speak up for Jared Dudley. In fact, I know that they did at this stage. And the fact that they did kind of tells me that they really do prioritize what guys bring off of the court. And I think that LeBron especially has really prioritized uh, over the years, not just with the Lakers, but he's really prioritized guys that he has a lot in common with and that he can hang out with away from basketball. And, And in this case, I think he has more in common with DeAndre Jordan than he has with Marc Gasol. And, and I think regardless of what the net rating says, which I, I, I have also heard LeBron doesn't particularly care about, uh, LeBron 
said is of the mindset or I believe is of the mindset that, yeah, I, I can make it work with anybody. Give me a lob threat. That seems like a pretty easy fix for or, uh, an easy fit for, for me in any center. And so if there is a center that he thinks he can fit with anyway, and somebody who he might have uh, more of a connection with off of the court, I think that's going to be something that LeBron would prefer to do. And so that's that's where I think that's a factor here with Marcus Gasol that has played a role, by the way, in in how the Lakers have treated him in general. Like I just think, I just think uh, Marcus Gasol has been kind of marginalized over the extent of his time with the Lakers, and I think it has a lot to do with the people who were making the decisions at the top of of the food chain here. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of The Lowdown. I do want to point you guys in the direction of some stuff to pay attention to. Uh, apparently, Harrison pissed off the entire greater Memphis area with his article pointing out how many Memphis guys have been bought out and eventually made their way to the Lakers. So um, <laughs> check that out uh, whenever you get a chance. And then, uh, speaking of Harrison, he and I recorded The Anthony Irwin Show uh, for uh, yesterday and we did that because there will not be a Lakers lounge this week because I'm going on vacation. So uh, check that stuff out. All the stuff there at the website has been really good as, as per usual. Check out all of that. Subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff, and I'll talk to you.